0: Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, features editor at the Concord Monitor, here with columnist Ray Duckler to learn more about an article he wrote. Hello, Ray. Hello. So Ray, the story you wrote last week was a bit of a bittersweet one. Can you tell me about who you interviewed and how they were brought together?
1: Sure. So I had written a story uh, recently about a murder-suicide at the parking lot in the Steeplegate Mall. A young man named Alex Thorne uh, shot and killed his girlfriend, Zoe Damaris, and then Alex killed himself. Um, it was in the parking lot, outside the, uh, the uh, fitness center at the mall. Uh, after that, the details started to emerge that this was uh, something connected to domestic violence, where the uh, young man killed his girlfriend and then turned the gun on himself, shocking the area. It was, uh, it was absolutely a horrible, horrible thing to hear about.
0: And so, who did you talk to about this story? Okay, well,
1: I was able to secure an interview with Zoe and Alex's mothers. That would be Lori Damaris and Sherry Thorne. They had formed an unlikely alliance because you have the son of one of the uh, mothers killing the daughter of of another mother, and they somehow joined forces in their uh, grief and their sorrow to bring attention to mental illness. They agreed to speak to me if I focused more on this as a mental illness problem more than a domestic violence issue. I was not able to promise that to them because it was obviously something connected to domestic violence, but I was able to uh, explain the background to show that mental illness certainly played a played a part in that. And so that was what was important to the two moms. They wanted the word out that this was beyond just domestic violence and hatred and arrogance. This was an illness that caused this. And that's why they agreed to speak to me if I agreed to just blend some of that into the story.
0: And so what did you learn about Zoe and Alex's background through their moms?
1: Amazing, they they were in love. I heard from different sources that he would bring her flowers, they planned on marrying, they uh, lost a lot of weight together as like a kind of an agreement and a partnership to get into shape. From what I hear, they were a very happy couple. I don't know if I maybe missed a few details about certain signs that had happened, but they were... They were in love, they were happy, and only uh, maybe the last couple of weeks before the incident did uh, they start to see signs that maybe something was wrong.
0: And so what was the mental illness component of this that they wanted to tell you about, what what had been going on?
1: They The last couple of weeks before the, uh, the tragedy, uh, Alex had been talking about demons and the state of the world and how he was very troubled by just the way things were in the world. He was like carrying the burden on his shoulders. And that was a tip-off to the mom, his mom, Sherry, that he needed help. And he agreed to go for help, but then shortly after he made that agreement, he did kill his girlfriend and then killed himself. So the mental illness aspect was something that he was dealing with, they think, for years. It started to uh, materialize and surface uh, late in the process right before the killings, and they wanted to, people to, to know that that was what the focus should be here beyond uh, domestic violence, which they saw as something with a, that was connected to a track record. There were fights, there was violence, there were police calls. Months or even years, possibly, leading up to uh, a tragedy. This was different, the parents insisted, and they wanted people to, to focus on mental illness more than uh, the term domestic violence. That term really bothered them.
0: All right, well, thanks for talking, Ray.
1: Sure thing!
0: You can read Ray's full story online at conqueredmonitor.com. And subscribe to this Backstory podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean or iTunes.